Previously on Chosen Ones. Our sparks continue their training with Peter, this time Essence succeeding on activating the booth. Whatever happens inside leaves her distraught, and she runs away shortly after Peter's harsh words, the Soul Folk's insults reaching Wynne as well, as he too leaves in pursuit of Essence. Shui stays behind to talk to Peter, and discovers Peter to not be a true sword singer, but rather one who obtained the blade by other means. Brandy pursues Essence and tries to comfort her. Wynne, Theo, Brandy, and Aviath meet up to eat, and Wynne tells them about his and Peter's abilities as chosen ones. Meanwhile, Shui goes to talk to Estelle about Peter, where she offers insight in how to better understand him. Aviath, Theo, and Brandy go to talk to Estelle about the strange creature they've seen multiple times, and finally learn what it's called, a jabber, with the help of Wynne Spark. Aviath goes into the confession booth and meets himself, reflecting on his beliefs and his prophesied destiny. After exiting the booth, Shui is called up as the final spark who has yet to complete Peter's training. So Peter just told you good luck, and then he closed the door. Roll a wisdom check. She was genuinely surprised that he even told him like good luck. Uh, I did pretty good this time. Eighteen. Eighteen? You're good. Okay, so yeah, you're sitting in this booth for a while, um, and for a moment you feel as though you can't breathe. And the air around you gets thicker and heavier in your lungs. And it reminds you of being in the lair of the Kraken. And you cough and sputter for a bit before seeming to adjust to this change. And there is a swishing sound next to you, kind of reminiscent of a fish splashing in the water. Um, and you hear a voice next to you. What do you think you're doing, young sword singer? Shui turns towards that voice. He opens his mouth. Uh, and for a bit nothing really comes out like he's just kind of like talking like like just moving his jaw i mean he eventually does go like uh who uh who's who's there i'm a very busy goddess you can't just summon me when you please uh <laughs> should we uh kind of sweats he can't see this person right it's like partition yeah you can't you see kind of like flecks of blue and green through the screen are you uh, Oasis? No, no, but she visited you, didn't she? She gave you the sword I crafted. Oh, you must be Mizuni, then. Yes, do you like it? It's much better than whatever filth that moon spirit would have given you. I, uh, it's really pretty. <laughs> Why don't you take it out? Why don't you show it to me? I haven't seen it in so long. I, I, I can't draw it. You can't. Why not? Uh, it gets stuck when I try to. It gets... I didn't give you a sword so you couldn't use it. He feels bad. <laughs> um, but he takes out the sword. He's like, well, yeah, look. And then he's going to try to pull it out. Or I roll. Strength. Ten. <laughs> it's pretty underwhelming. You try and pull it out and it's just... It's just same as always stuck. Not like a particular failure or anything like that, but it's like, you just cannot get it unsheathed. 
Is that all you can do? He turns red. He's embarrassed. I... I don't know what's wrong with me. It doesn't matter. I didn't care that much anyway. What? What? I didn't pick you because you deserved it. I could care less that you're a spark. I just didn't want Winona to have you, that's all. But... but... Oh, I... Did you think you were something special? <sighs> no, I... I just... I just wanted to make Master Dashi proud. Oh, you won't make anyone proud if you can't even open your sword. He saddens, but like... <laughs> He kind of already fucking knew that. <laughs> um, How was Winona? She had her little moon thing lately, didn't she? Did you talk to her? Was she angry? I... I don't know. Uh, why are you... You tricked me. So what did I did? Just a little fun. He kind of stands up from his uh, seat and he's like, Take it back. I don't want it. It's yours now. Your mother took a sword from Winona. She didn't want mine. She refused it, but you took it. She... She did what? Your mother. You didn't know that. Winona didn't tell you. <laughs> she is breathing a little bit more rapidly now. And he's like... You... <laughs> he uh, kind of drops the sword. Not... I mean, almost in, like, disgust. Uh, not at, like, the sword itself, but at the person he's talking to. Well, what do you expect me to do, then? I don't expect you to do anything. Like I said, I'm just here to make Winona's life a little bit more... interesting. She favored both your mother, she favored your father, everyone always goes to Winona for their swords, but we know how that turned out for your parents, dead in the water. She gets, like, really defensive, and he's like, You don't know that! I do! They died in my waters shock <laughs> so what is this you're is this is this revenge no think of it as like a gift of some sort you're much better off with me than Winona I don't even know what that stupid sword does figure it out trickery may be one of the aspects of this world I claim but I'm not the only goddess who deals with such matters you'll know the next time you meet the rabbit she's not the helpless prey she appears to be you... I could have been like my parents. But you took that from me. Such a sad boy you are. So trusting and naive. So he wants to kick the wall down so he can get a look at that bitch. Okay, you can try and kick it. Go ahead and roll strength. 21. 21. You give it a pretty solid punch, um, and your hand goes through it. You can't tear the wall down, but you do like manage to go completely through the wall, and you feel another hand kind of like wrap around your own as you do so and you hear say oh do you want to come home with me maybe you should uh and you feel yourself start to be pulled through i want you to roll a con save as suddenly that water that water is completely unbreathable to you <laughs> okay 12. 12 okay um so you are immediately like being pulled through like your entire arm up to your shoulder goes through this wall as you hear her just laughing from the other side um those of you on the outside it appears as if nothing is wrong like it's just the normal same as the other ones taking maybe a couple minutes longer than usual uh but you see peter just immediately start walking very quickly towards the confessional with a hand on his sword 
Um, and Wen kind of perks up from where he is off in the pews and he's like, hey, what's wrong? And Peter doesn't answer and instead you just see him throw open the confessional as he like simultaneously unsheaths his sword and reveals like a very bright green glowing blade as just water just rushes out of the confessional. Um, and you can see Shui's arm currently being dragged through the other side. And he reaches in and Shui, you feel yourself getting grabbed by his hand that immediately just yanks you out of the water and throws you to the ground. <coughs> Are you okay? He whoops around. He's like, show yourself. Peter still currently looks like he's in the confessional and a few more seconds tick by and the water just very suddenly evaporates and there is nothing. And all of you just hear like this dry sobbing coming from inside the now open confessional and Peter still has his foot in it and you see like a very strong flash of fear on his face followed by anger. And then Wynn looks at him and just like, uh, Peter, maybe you should. And Peter still is gripping his sword. He's like clearly shaking and he turns and just throws his blade straight through the screen door and you hear like a choking cry come out the other side before the entire room falls silent. Uh, what the hell was that? That was a lot of water that came out. <coughs> you right? Yeah, are you alright, bud? I'm fine. I'm fine. Peter just pulls his sword out and slams the confessional door shut. She looks towards the booth with like a flash of anger on his face. Or his sword is it like on the ground by him or something. Uh, I'll say that uh, Peter kicked it out when he got you. After that, Shui uh, looks towards the yeah the the booth and he's just like, I hate her. Calm down. She's not here right now, Shui. Yeah, you're all right, bud. You hear Peter speaking up, still leaning against the confessional. He's just like, whatever you saw, it wasn't real. But she is real. Uh, he doesn't answer. And you see Wynn kind of come up and like gently put a hand on Peter's back. And you see both of them like flinch at that. And Peter looks towards him and he's just like, hey, it's been a rough day. Why don't we call it there? Uh, Peter kind of looks at him carefully for a moment before like putting his sword away and backing away from the confessional. And then Wynn turns back to everyone and is just like, okay, yep, class is dismissed. Why don't we? That was everyone, right? So that's it. We're done. Provide calls it there. He go. Can Theo help um, Chewie up? Or... Yeah. Hell yeah. Help him up. Are you okay? He's just like, I'm fine. It's... He grits his teeth. And he kind of... <sighs> he kind of wilts. Um, and he's just like, but she took... She took everything from me. Theo looks to him in sympathy. Same. Question, Cassie. Yeah. Is there a water source in this area they're in? Like a lake or a pond or something? Uh, there's a little pond somewhere, yeah. Okay. Shui takes his sword. He goes to the pond. And he's gonna throw it in. Uh, there is a, a long pause. Sword pops back out at you. What do you mean pop back out? Like it, how it like... it like shoots directly back out to you. Like just whoop, goes right back to you. <laughs> so he lets out like a frustrated groan. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want you! <laughs> and then he throws it again. Comes right back. <laughs> Another frustrated groan. And then he gives up. No, he'll do it one more time and then he'll give up. <laughs> Um, you hear that very last one when you throw it and pops and it pops back at you. Just a very strong growl come from it. Oh, oh I'm scared now. 
<laughs> now I'm curious. Uh, so the scrawl, is it something only Shuey could hear or? Yes. No one else heard it. Okay. But it does sound like when Essence used it before. Okay. I guess he has to keep the stupid thing. <laughs> Shuey kind of flops down on the ground and kind of pulls his like knees to his chest. And he's just doing right now. He's not like like crying. He's just frustrated. <sighs> and he's going to sit there for a while as he uh, the, he set the sword like in front of him. So he's just kind of staring at it as he's thinking about uh, the stuff that uh, Mizuni said. How long does he stay there? Um, for a good while. Is does it go into like the meal time? Yeah. Okay. Theo, I would want. I would think Theo would notice. And his stomach has been growling a bit before then, but like he's not acting on it, which is strange. <laughs> yeah, he probably because Theo would have actually he would have gone off and done his own thing for a while and let Shui do his own thing. But at like dinner, he would notice that Shui didn't get any food, so he'd try to find him, bring some food to him. During that wait time, um, Aviath is going to go up to Brandy. Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. He knows ah, He's going to be like, Brandy, can I talk with you for a second? No. Oh, my no, God. <laughs> <laughs> I know what happened to that confession booth. I fucking heard that. What that lying son of a bitch was saying. Don't believe him. I swear I'm good. No, yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, what's up? Avaya sort of gestures Brandy to come with him somewhere more secretive to talk. Follows somewhere where his his screams can't be heard. Understood. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I have no reason not to trust you, so I will follow you. Yeah. So as soon as Brandy comes over with Avaya, Avaya asks, "So those blasts you threw at me earlier called Eldritch blasts, right? You're a warlock." Yeah, I'm a warlock. I guess, as far as I know. For the first time, you see the yellow glow in Avaya's eyes glow brighter. And he asks, um, Here? what god do you get that power from? Uh, do I actually know? I don't think he knows. Does he know, Cassie? You do not know. You know what he looks like, that's it. That is a very good question. I don't know the name. I know that looks like a dude in a top hat. Can Avaith do, well, first he do an insight check. I already know he's being honest. Oh, he got a three. Avaith's a dumbass. <laughs> Um, and then he's gonna do a religion check, see what he knows about that god. Go for it. I feel like he would know a lot about religion, but stat-wise, he just doesn't. He got a ten. Never heard of it. I never heard of that god. Yeah, can't say I had before I had my encounter. And your powers, are they necromancy-related? Uh... Let me look through... Let me think about my spell list for a second. Uh... <laughs> I mean... Other than, I mean, I got a few, I guess. I don't use them very often, but yeah, and my spark is... I mean, I guess it's necromancy as far as I know. I would recommend considering a different god, then, if you're getting necromancy powers from him. I don't think it's coming from my god, to be honest. I don't think the necromancy comes from him. I think it comes from uh, something else. I've had these long before I had a pact. I see. Are you aware of the problems with necromancy? Uh, I mean... They harm the souls of the dead. Yeah, that tracks. If you're going to be the chosen one, I think you should try to live up to a high standard, you know? 
use a form of magic that's um, not unholy. <laughs> as well do you do assume I'm going to be the chosen one, bud, but yeah, I suppose it's not, it's not a bad idea. Where's this coming from, if you don't mind me asking? Just a thought that crossed my mind while I was in that confession booth. Hmm. Yeah, you certainly seem to have a interesting time in there. Not like the rest of us, I guess. It is strange. Peter didn't seem to signify that anything was wrong with uh, my time in there, though. Yeah, I don't imagine it was. It's just... Ah, you're right. I mean, I don't usually... I don't got a whole lot of necromantic-related things. It's not like... When you attacked me, it was just a reaction. It wasn't a... It wasn't intentional. I see. Well... We should all try our best to, um, you know, be the most good we can be. Just maybe we can teach you some other spells, you know. Not necromancy. Yeah. Kind of like squints. Yeah. Leviath's expression sort of lightens up and pats uh, Brandy in the back. Flinches. Let's go back and join the others, then. Right. Yeah. Not a bad call. We'll follow. Hesitantly. <laughs> Aviath looks pleased to hear Brandy's response, but I'm having a panic attack because of Aviath. Brandy kills him from behind. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I super wanted Aviath to be like, of course you're not going to be the chosen one because I'm the chosen one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, Theo, you had just gone up to Shuey. Theo comes up with uh, like a little cloth basket thingy. For full of food, basically full of food, because he, knowing Shui by now, he knows Shui eats a lot, and he also wouldn't mind snacking too, so he brought, you know, a good bit, uh, and he goes up to Shui and is like, still, um, bothered by the encounter, huh? Oh, Theo, that's you. Uh, he, uh, kind of scratches his head and kind of leans back. This, it's, I feel different now than before. Yeah. And he looks down at the sword. How so? When Master Dashi told me that I'd be doing my sword right, I didn't really uh, fully understand what that meant, but I know that she was really excited about it, and that got me excited too. And... Back in my village, completing a sword, right, and getting an elven sword is, like, a really big thing, you know? So, when I came back up with this sword, and I saw the look on Master Dashi's face, I thought, I thought, wow, this is really cool. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to make her proud, and everyone at my village, too, and everyone else needed help as well, but... But... I was tricked by Mizuni. You were tricked? He looks at the beast blade and he kind of frowns. I met the god who was supposed to do my uh, sword right, Winona, but she said that Mizuni had gotten to me first, and I guess she did. <laughs> um, <sighs> he like crosses his legs now, and he's still looking at the sword. Theo will 
sit next to him and sort of like put the basket in his lap. And he's like, well, that's, um, it's a lot, uh, to think about. Being tricked isn't fun. And feeling like you're not doing what you wanted to do or were supposed to do. That's not a fun feeling either, so. Winona favored my parents. He learned today. <laughs> and it feels like she was supposed to favor me too, but ugh, things didn't work out the way they were supposed to. Well, sometimes I think, uh, even if perhaps the circumstances aren't what you wanted or what you felt like you needed, that's just sometimes how the universe works. But you don't have to let the will of the universe be your curse. You can make it your own. Do you... Do you think this is fate? Hmm. Fate's funny. It can bring many different strange and fantastical ideas together, or it can keep them apart, but, uh, it can work in strange ways. I believe that, um, whatever has happened, it was fate, but you don't have to let fate control you. It's what it is. You can make a bad situation into a good one by your attitude or creating something new. She still looking at the sword. He's just like, I feel different because I don't know if I want to keep this sword, but I can't get rid of it. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do. If destiny has you glued to this sword, perhaps there's a reason. Maybe you're its keeper. Maybe you're not supposed to use it. He thinks about that for a bit. And then his stomach growls. And he's like, oh, you brought food! <laughs> I, yes, I, I did. I figured you'd be hungry after all this. And he opens the basket and stuff, and it has a bunch of food that he's seen Shuey take lots of. <gasps> <gasps> Thank you, Theo! <laughs> he says, and he's gonna, like, shovel food into that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. As he's, like, stuffing his mouth, he's just like, Master Dashi once told me that Elven swords, they have personalities. Some people can hear their voices, but on this one, uh, it only growls at me. Do you think it's trying to tell me something? Maybe the circumstances are trying to tell you something. Uh, why does it growl, do you think? When does it growl? Well, it growled when Essence used it to attack me. Okay. And it growled again when I tried to throw it away. <laughs> Maybe it only likes you. <laughs> when you say that, uh, Shui, you feel it vibrating lightly. Aww. Shui looks towards it and kind of tilts his head. Is something wrong? When you said that, I could feel it vibrate. <laughs> Maybe I'm right. <laughs> or... Maybe it's trying to tell you something else. Try asking it a question. A question? Yeah. Maybe... Hmm. Uh, something pertinent to your whole sword right, or uh, it being attached to you in general. 
Shiri turns towards it, and he's just like, oh, what kind of question do I want to ask? Do you have a name? I would say roll a wisdom saving. Not saving, a wisdom check. That's not going to work. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> uh, what's his modifier? Let me see. Okay. <laughs> uh, 17. There's a very long pause. During which she was like, Theo, I don't think it's working. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe. Before you finally hear a very small voice, it sounds like a child almost, answer back. You finally decided to talk to me. <gasps> wait, 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 she, Shia, no. <laughs> Theo, sh- sh- wait, wait, I think I heard something. Oh, what did it say? Uh, it sounded surprised that I finally started talking to it, I think. <laughs> we figured it out then. It just wanted you to talk to it. Uh, Shui picks it up and kind of looks at the sheath. Are you going to throw me away again? Shui looks and he shakes his head. <laughs> uh, obviously Theo can't hear the, like, the conversation or the sword, but uh, he shakes his head no. I, I feel really bad about that. Sorry. It's okay. I... I know it's not your fault. It's okay. (laughs) I think... I think I'll keep you. I think I'll keep you too. (laughs) (laughs) I sure you blinks in surprise. (laughs) Uh, Is something wrong? Uh... No, I... I think... It's gonna be okay. (laughs) <laughs> See? It's gonna work out. She smiles. Remember what Winona said to us? You decide what I am, not who made me. She's eyes kind of wide and like, oh, fuck, duh. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like what Mizuni said kind of like jumbled his mind. You know what I mean? And then she smiles down at the sword and is like, right, I, I almost forgot. So think long and hard about what you want me to be. She nods. I'm tired now. <laughs> I get some rest. Uh, you hear a soft little, like, almost like snoring sound coming from it. <laughs> Aww. Okay, she puts it back on his, uh, his waist. <laughs> See, you can make things your own. He gobbles, gobbles, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling better, Shuey. I think I have you to thank for that. Uh, oh? And <laughs> what's the chef's name? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we got it. And the chef, too. He uh, laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Maybe one day we should go formally thank them. He nods in agreement and finishes eating his meal with the uh, by the lake or pond or whatever it was. Nice! Were there any other scenes that you guys wanted to do before you go to bed? Leviath joins up with them um, and eats if there's enough food for him. I don't know. Theo brought a lot, but it was a lot for Shuey standard. Leviath does eat a lot. He'll hold back and eat his own food later. <laughs> Brandy does not join up with them. What's he doing? He's just walking, going for a walk. Nothing important. He's doing stuff, but nothing worth a scene. Are you going to go back before they go to sleep, or are you going to wait out? He'd probably go back before he'd know Theo to run out or anything like that. 
Um, I will say, then before Brandy gets back, I just have one other scene in mind that I wanted to do before we end today. Uh, you guys hear a knock at the door when you guys are settling down, kind of waiting for Brandy to come back. Vyeth opens the door. Hello there! It's Peter. Peter, have you come to hear the word of Claytor? Oh god, you see <laughs> Wynn kind of standing behind him, and he, uh, Peter puts up a hand to them. He's like, no, I came here to talk to Shui. Is he in? Shui is. May I speak with him for a moment, if he'll talk to me? Leviath looks at Shui. Shui, like, pokes his head out from the top bunk. Do you have a moment? <laughs> he, uh, hesitates. But then he sh- uh, nods his head, and he jumps down, and walks out with Peter. So Peter takes you kind of over to where his hut is. Right behind it. He doesn't go inside the, the cabin. Um, and Wynne comes with him. Peter looks to you and he's like, Apologies, this can't be a private conversation, but I need him right now. Ashui kind of tilts his head like, what? But he kind of gets like the, the gist of the situation. Uh, Wynne just gives you like a tight smile and goes over to Peter and puts his hand on Peter's shoulder. And Peter looks like he just immediately relaxes and breathes out like a sigh of relief. And then looks to you, Shui, and he's like, I wanted to apologize for the way that I acted yesterday. It was uncalled for. Uh, Shui was kind of surprised at the apology, but he kind of like puts a hand in front of him and starts like shaking them like, no, 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 it was, uh, it wasn't, it was, it's not your fault. I already went and apologized to Essence, and I don't think she believes me. It went decently well. It was uh, my fault for being... Um, he pauses as he's trying to think of the word. Uh, overbearing. I was forcing you into becoming my trainer. He hesitates for a moment, um, before you see just the barest hint of a smile come onto his face. You weren't overbearing, you're quite a breath of fresh air, if I'm being honest. It's nice to have someone who wants to be around me. Shui smiles. He's like, really? Yes. I don't want to be your mentor. Shui, <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> he, his smile doesn't leave his face. I... I understand. Now. I am only allowed to train one person. And I don't feel like you need my help. If that makes sense. We can still do something akin to training together, but I'm not going to be your specific mentor. Nods his head. He's like, I understand. But anything uh, you could teach me, I would like that. He nods a little bit. He bows and he's like, thank you for your help. And for not being upset with me. You see the smile kind of get a little bit bigger at that, and he's like, I know what it appears to be, but I promise you I wasn't upset with you. Aww. Shui bows again. So, uh, see you tomorrow? See you tomorrow. Oh, uh, I have something for you. Raises an eyebrow. Uh, just give me a second. And he's gonna run to his dorm. He's gonna ruffle through his things. He's gonna run back out. And he's like, Here! And he gives uh, Peter a piece of paper, and on the paper is kind of like a flyer. It's a flyer, 
for a little concert she wants to plan. Oh, that's so cute. She wants cute. to perform a concert. So when he when I told you like he was like writing a bunch of stuff on several sheets of paper, he was like making flyers because he was gonna hand them to people so they could attend his concert. Uh, Peter looks at this for a moment and he's just like, "You're an interesting kid. You have to make sure you come." He hesitates for a moment and Wynne kind of glances at him and Peter's just like, "I'll try to be there." Ashley smiles. So Wynne kind of lets go of Peter's shoulder and you see the tension that was in him just immediately comes back and he's frowning again, like almost instantly. Um, and, <laughs> and, and Wynne starts to move away and is just like, it's been fun, I guess. Sorry to intrude on your little moment. And Peter just talks over his shoulder to him and is just like, I'm sorry to you too, Wynne, about what I said before. I do want you here. And Wynne looks over his shoulder at him and smiles and he's like, yeah. I know, you weren't yourself. And he keeps walking off. I should be heading off now, too. It's getting late. Good night. Good night, Chewie. Good luck with your concert. And he smiles again, and he's gonna run off back towards the dorm, and he's waving, like, big wave to Peter as he's, like, running. Peter kind of, like, starts to put his hand up to wave, and then, like, his other hand reaches up to grab it and pushes it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Shui, uh, yeah, he returns to dorm now. Welcome to the Badlands. Four prisoners set sail on dicey waters, threatened by the sea. We're gonna have to get a new boat. By the beasts. How big are these birds? We need to run now. And by each other. I don't know why they would want to put me in jail. Because you sunk one of their ships. They don't know that. Join Cult, Locke, Edmund, and Maeve on a journey full of magic, tragedy, and laughter in a podcast adventure like no other. Listen to Dice Populi on Spotify or at DicePopuli.com. Hey again, everyone. DM Cassie here to thank Mr. Bakudan and Vessel for supporting our show on Patreon. A bit of an exciting announcement. We will be dividing our show into seasons, which we didn't originally plan on, but decided it might be nice and exciting to have season finales. Speaking of which, episode 34 is going to be the finale for season one, and that will be airing April 8th at 1pm CST on YouTube. So if you want to be there for the live viewing, there's still some time to catch up with episodes already out. And if you're listening to this in the future, you missed it. It was cool, the things and the wow and all, everything happened. <laughs> but we'd love to have you at one of our premieres sometime on YouTube. But for now, we'll see you next time, fellow Sparks. Thanks for listening. <laughs>